I know it's a terrible pun and I'm not making it at the expense of our faith, but you know what happens if you don't pay your exorcist? You can't answer because you heard it already. You get repossessed. It's terrible, but there is a truth there of uh, if you don't pay attention to what the exorcist does or don't pay attention to what the church uh, desires for those who have uh, had the demon possession and have uh, uh, been able to have that possession broken through the ministry of an exorcist, they are in worse situation because the, the demons already know them, they know the structure of the mind, they know how to work, and they come back and they see everything clean. Ooh, let's go get help to pollute the soul. So there is a spiritual truth here that if we're not uh, being filled with God, being filled with his presence, we allow demon activity to be present. Now, in our day and age, of course, the demonic is less and less, thank God. Some of that is the presence of the church, although um, from what I'm being hearing, uh, many exorcists uh, are um, through unforeseen other, other ways of not being of revealing who they are necessarily are seeing that demonic activity has been increasing. Well, all we have to do is watch the news and see some, sometimes how some of that uh, might be there. We have been embracing a Wiccan as, uh, unfortunately, uh, luckily that, that tends to be less and less, but the uh, ideas of black masses and, and uh, worship of Satan tends to be up there. So the, it does happen, but it's less than it was in the day of Jesus because of the ministry of the church. We don't want to have to fear it, therefore. But in the days of Jesus, if somebody was, was possessed, there were exorcism, exorcists in the Jewish faith. And Jesus mentions that. How do your people bring freedom? How do your people free? You're saying that it's, it's by Beelzebul, by the prince of demons, that I do what I do as far as bringing exorcism, uh, uh, getting the, the demonic out of the person. But Jesus is giving us some good news here. While we might be tempted to see when this person is possessed, this poor person, but he's saying, look, if it's by, by Beelzebul, then the, his kingdom is divided and it's going to end. But it's by the finger of God. I think there's a reason for a finger of God. First of all, I'm sure I, I've mentioned that to the sisters this noon, too. Uh, if you've ever seen, seen um, I think it's Bruce Lee that can do the, the, the push-up with just his finger, how powerful that is. If it's just by that one finger, whoo, imagine what God could do with the whole arm. But it's one finger. We have nothing to fear. But even more important, theologically speaking, it's the finger of God that wrote the Ten Commandments on stone. It's the finger of God in John's Gospel that stoops down and writes in the sand as if the woman caught in adultery comes to him. It's that finger of God that pronounces the end of the kingdom of Satan. The, the Prince of Heaven has taken rule over the Prince of this earth. Jesus Christ has conquered, and we are freed. But, again, we're freed, as St. Paul would tell the Galatians elsewhere, not in today's reading. If we're freed, we're freed for freedom. 
We're not freed for licentiousness. We're not freed to do whatever we want. No, we're freed to follow God. We're freed from sin to follow him more freely. And that means we have to make sure that the house that God has created for us, uh, St. Teresa of Avila, whose feast we celebrate next Thursday, it reminds us that we are, we are created almost like a castle, an interior castle, that we have different rooms in that room where Christ wants to dwell. We have to allow that place for him to dwell. We can't fill it with other junk. And if we don't allow Christ to dwell there, something is going to fill it up. The other day I was talking, about, talking with someone about a hoarder I knew. It's amazing how we instinctively know somebody who is a physical hoarder, but we hoard junk in our own hearts. So even if we're not, not demonically possessed, thank God not, none of us are, I don't think, even if we're not possessed, we don't have space sometimes for God. We have to allow God, allow Jesus Christ to have that finger of God on our heart, to remove all the junk that when the Holy Spirit comes, and unlike the demons who find it clean, swept, and put in order, it's God who does, because God dwells there. When we allow God to have that place in our hearts, only when we do do we experience freedom?